previously on Plotty Time. Yeah, but when you see the priest and he's telling you about how Atlantis was full of Aryans and it was the purest place. Yeah. Oh, boy. With the, and then some Nazi shows up and pulls it out and leaves. Yeah, he's like, I'll be taking this. <laughs> I can't say I've heard much skank and pickle in my time. <laughs> Get out more. Yeah, man. really. <laughs> yeah. Get it's out more my fault. 90s. Definitely. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. All I'm saying is I don't go in the jungle by myself if I can help it, because you can hear him, and I've heard him crying out, where's my penis? Where's my penis? On the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. I'm going to fart my way into that snatch before you know it. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, the only monster on this bus is a lack of proper respect for the rules. <laughs> Welcome to Body Time. Uh, this week, only one small, tiny, little correction that needs to be made from last week, and uh, this is going to surprise you guys because I'm I'm rarely the one who screws up. Ooh, so, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I, yeah, this I can't one, think of any uh, other time. The female lead Amy in the movie Fright Night was played by Amanda Bierce. Who played Marcy Darcy and Married with Children? What did you say? I, I don't remember, but I had her name wrong, so I corrected. Uh, all I remember you saying was Marcy Darcy. Marcy Darcy. That's all I remember too. Yeah. I think I said Amanda Beers. Idiot. Beers. <laughs> or I, I don't know. If you guys want to like go back and listen to it and get a supercut, nah. we'll, we'll leave that for the fans. <laughs> so let's get to our favorite segment of every week, which is what are you playing? What are you doing? What are you watching? Doctor Scientist. What's going on, buddy? Uh, well, I played more Fall Guys season two now. Uh huh. So you're not level twenty five anymore. No, ah, uh, jerk. What <laughs> level are you? Uh, it starts over for each season. Ugh. But still, if I get the trophy for winning five hundred rounds before I win a game, I'm just going to re-race the game. Uh, how really, close are you? I think that's I fair. Know. I think I think you're being reasonable with five hundred <laughs> attempts. <laughs> like you fuck it, you gave it a lot. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. Gonna, I would never call you a quitter. I saw you had the trophy for doing a emote before winning a race. Oh, I did. <laughs> I was I was I destroyed everybody, so I stood there and did it and got the trophy. <laughs> it was it was a fun time. I got the one either last night or the day before for falling for an hour. Oh Jesus! Yeah. What do you mean falling for an hour? Like in the air for an hour, falling off of stuff. You have to play the game to like learn. total time. Not, yeah, yeah, not just oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just one fall. <laughs> you didn't just jump off a cliff and sit there with the game falling. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's total time, and That's you fall for great. like three seconds at a time. Yeah. So I got I got no beef with trophies like that, where it's like a cumulative thing. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's gonna happen anyway if you play enough. Yeah, because you're in the air a lot. For true, and uh, I played a lot of Code Vein. It's a good game. What's that all about? Did we talk about that? I think we did last week. Yeah, it's like a Souls-like game, hack and slash. Right, yeah, we did talk about that last week. Chum Slap would like it. Eh, maybe. Don't tell me what I like. <laughs> yeah, you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> it's me got like a, of you for something like you'd enjoy. Final Fantasy Tactics jerk. job system type thing. Ooh, I don't like jobs. Nobody does. <laughs> but uh, that's all I played. Played a lot of Code Vein, couple 
dozen hours. Word up. And uh, all I really did was watch a little bit of Eureka and a whole bunch of Discovery getting ready for the next season. Ooh. Star Trek Discovery, right? Yes, yes, yes. Star Trek Discovery. I was going to say, I haven't heard of this new Discovery thing you dis- you're talking about. Well, Star Trek Discovery. How much do you listen to Star Trek shit? Uh, oof, wow, the time I spend with Star Trek stuff, <laughs> let me tell you what. Oh, it could fill, fill the Grand Canyon with all that time. It's a little too cerebral for him. <laughs> I'm mixing metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. Star Trek, how many seasons of Star Trek Discovery are there? Is that the new one or is that... Uh, it's a old? new one, yeah, there's two. It, they're going to season three. I think it starts this week, the 15th. Oh, good stuff. Who, who are the big names in it? Star Trek. Um, Brand. <laughs> uh, I can't think of her name. Bob Odenkirk. No. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> he pops up in the craziest places. Yeah, you never know. Sonequa Martin-Green. Mm. Anthony Rapp. That's about all I could think He's of. pretty much a Bob Odenkirk type. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like. If you can't swing Odenkirk, we need an Odenkirk type. <laughs> That's pretty great. But is it good? Like, is it more in the vein of the cl- more classic ones, like Next Generation, or is it what? What are we talking about here? Is it more like the movies? Uh, no, it's, it's its own thing. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. it's its own little. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get off this Star Trek shit. Yeah, tell us what you did that was so interesting. Then Papa Scotch watch Star Trek. I played Division Two. No, I played Fallout and I finally finished it. It's about oh. fucking time. How good were the DLCs, man? I, it's story time. I uh, was playing the Nuka World DLC, and there's a trophy for redeeming 100,000 tickets. Have I bitched about this yet? No. Oh, great. So you need to get 100,000 tickets. You need to redeem them at the machine or whatever. So I looked in all the garbage cans, and like sometimes you can find big rolls of them. Yeah. And after all of that... Going through and looking and really taking my time to look, I ended up with 17,000. So I had to farm the rest. And in order to farm it, you got to play the arcade games. And they all suck except for the shooting one. And even if you run your best round ever on the shooting one, you get maybe 1,000 tickets. Dude, give up. Eh, you only have to play it 80 sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to do your best 80 sometimes. Each one. Yeah, if you do your best. Exactly. Usually I get between 700 and 1,000. <laughs> So I was just sitting there grinding it for like three straight hours on like Tuesday night when I ha- finally had time to play some video games. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, trophy hunting. What am I doing? Like, it's a bronze trophy. Oh, like you don't even need it for a platinum. It could no, be worth I more don't. points nowadays. Like, if it was the last trophy you get before platinum, maybe. Oh, but speaking of levels then, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, uh, that's in the news. Don't you worry about that. (laughs) So, yeah, I was just really did some self-reflecting and then kept grinding for another two hours. Yeah, I thought, I was like, what am I doing with my life? So I just kept doing it. So I cracked a beer and was like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it was just stupid of me. And then, because the Chell comes out, if you're, for those of you out there who don't understand, damn it, I didn't even get to spit it out before you fucking said Chell. Um, new Chell comes out on Tuesday, so I'm going to be stuck with that for a bit. So after, now that I'm done with Fallout, I'm going to go catch up on the old Chell a little bit, finish those trophies I didn't get, and then move on. And oh. then I'm thinking I might start and finally complete, 
uh, Doom Eternal. Because I started playing it and I got to like the first three levels and then put it down. It was fun. Back when it came out. You own out. The, the hard version of it? Hard copy of it? Or do you have a digital? Yes. Remember, because I got the sticker for my controller. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I might have to borrow it. All right. All right, continue. I just, uh, I need to get in and play that, and I couldn't believe it was March when it came out. That's like a couple decades ago. Yeah, exactly. That was the before time. Yeah, the long, long ago. <laughs> yeah, that I blew my mind. That's just been sitting there for that long. But uh, other than that, that's all I played. People were watching Tiger King at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking almost forgot about Tiger King. <laughs> Dude, there's movies. Or, I think there's a couple different movies or TV shows in development for Tiger King. Probably not after COVID. Like you know, the uh, the narrative, you know, films or TV shows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think by the time they come out, we're just all gonna have forgot about it. Good. Most people did already. It's yeah. pretty wild. Other than that, I watched a bunch of shit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the 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 weekly the weekly staple, Supernatural. Oh, oh. how far are you now? I am season seven, episode ten. Did they, did they go to purgatory yet? I didn't get to purgatory, okay. but everyone's trying to get to purgatory. Okay. And Cass tried to be a god, and he was a dick about it at the end of season six. And that was now he's awesome. Just dead or gone? Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. really know. He's just gone. And then the other thing that's happening now is they're trying to get the Leviathans, or they're running from the Leviathans, and mm. eventually, I guess they're the going to Bobby. Are- Awesome enemies. The episode I just saw, spoiler alert, for so for those people <laughs> that don't want to spoil a fucking episode that aired in 2011, tune out now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bobby Singer just got shot in the face by a Leviathan. Oh, oh yeah. snap. Yeah, he's and dead. It's, and we have to sit here and pretend he's not going to be okay. Because he... Every single character, like him, Bobby... Wait, Bobby... Dean and Sam have all died at least three times apiece. I don't think Bobby did. Yeah, before. he did at the end of that one season where. Well, I think you uh, just watched it. I think he didn't remember. That's true. It is a little bit fresher for me. But he <laughs> it six times. So, uh, Bobby died when Dean was trying to send Michael and Lucifer back to hell, and then Lucifer inhabited Sam, blew up Cass, and then snapped. Bobby's neck. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking chump slap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Fucking chump slap. But, but you're liking so, Supernatural, so. I'm getting into it. I mean, I still have so much to do. It sounds like I you're already have... into it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the middle of season seven. I'm, getting, I'm starting to get into it. Dude, it's starting to grow on me. <laughs> think, about, think about this for one second. I believe I have... Uh, I gotta do math. It's gonna be tough. It's Two thirds of it 20, left. Thirty. I have thirty-five more episodes. Thirty-five hour-long episodes to watch, and then I'll be halfway done with the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still releasing ones. <laughs> yes, I've been watching this since. It's been at least two months, right? Since yeah. Doom came out. <laughs> yes, since Doom. Our concept of time is completely fucked. Uh, so yeah, that's my supernatural update. I'll try. I'll try to hammer out some more for next time. <laughs> it is a good show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, you know, I, it was funny, and I'm gonna go on a little bit of a side. But I, I actually was in the office the other day, and I ran into a coworker I hadn't seen in a while. We were catching up and talking and whatever, and we were talking about how the, we ran out of shit to watch. And he's like, "Dude, you know what? You should probably watch Supernatural. Have you watched Supernatural? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Really?" <laughs> So I love that show. I'm like, you? Wow. All right. It's weird okay. the kind of people you know that watch it because uh, 
Me and Zorch and Commando used to talk about it at work all the time. That's just, it's nuts. Yeah. It's, all right. Anyway, it's yeah. a phenomenon. Moving, <laughs> moving off the supernatural train, I watched uh, Bl- uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Sounds made up. Sounds like a movie. It's uh, a Netflix series. It's the sequel to The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, that needed a sequel. It, well, it, they're doing like the uh, the American Horror Story situation, where it's a whole different, whole different group of people, whole different story, whole separate thing. It's a show, but they use the same actors uh, for some of the stuff. Okay, is it a show? It is a show. Yes, mm. The Haunting of Hill House was fucking amazing. Bly Manor was also very, very good, but it was more of a love story, touchy feely thing than something that actually scared the shit mm. out of you. Psh, full penetration. <laughs> To the feels. <laughs> I'm into it. But, yeah, so other than that, I watched Save Yourselves. I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie. No. no. It's about the young couple who are dating and they're in like a long-term relationship. They live in New York and they decide to go to a friend's cabin and like just completely just unplug, disconnect, just live off the grid. Huh. And while they do that for a couple days, aliens invade the like the world. That's pretty neat. <laughs> I think I've seen that. And it's like they missed the whole thing. And it's the uh, the aliens look like those. I'm going to screw up this word, but are they called tribbles? Yeah, uh, it depends on what you're talking about. Little puffballs. The Star Trek furry things. Yeah, yeah. They look exactly like that, but they're the size of a basketball, and they like eat people's faces with these long tongues. Hmm, chuds. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a mix between a tribble and a chud. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> But it's pretty good. And then the other thing I watched was the Immortal Classic, which I'm sorry if I'm blowing up your spot, Chomp Slap, but this is a slapper if I've ever seen it. Vampires versus the Bronx. Oh, shit. I did watch that one. This week. <laughs> Damn it. No. What was, it? was it released on something? Netflix. Oh. And the kid Marrow's in it. Yeah, he plays the mentor figure bodega owner. Yeah. It's pretty fucking awesome. How is it a new release? It's pretty new. Yeah, it just came out like last week or the week before. I, I mean, it's, fu- it's like a... I'm gonna spoil it a little bit, but basically, the Bronx is getting all gentrified, and their block is about to get pretty much bought out by everybody. And the real estate developers and everyone that's coming in to buy it are all these like well-to-do white people, and they're all, of course, vampires. Mm-hmm. Classic mm-hmm. white people, yeah, too. classic white people, sucking the blood out of everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's a metaphor, and it's also a coming-of-age story, and it was done pretty well. I would suggest it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. But uh, that's all I got. That's a lot. How about you there, Sir Chump Slap, playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you, buddy? Uh, Well, you know me, just kicking around a little bit of the old Fortnite. Word, word. Actually, after recording last week, I jumped on, played one game, and killed Wolverine. It was pretty sweet. Oh, it's about oh, time. Oh, nice. Stop talking about that. <laughs> I'll never shut up about it. <laughs> oh, the times you talked about it. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I did with that. Uh, I played a little more Fallout, not Fallout, Fall Guys. Oh, I was going to say Fallout while well, you went back to that. Yeah, Fallout 76. <laughs> I really bought into it this time. <laughs> oh, I do have something to mention, but go on. Go on. Nah, I just played some Fall Guys this Fortnite. Watched a couple movies. Watched uh, The Boys. They finished the season if you want to watch it. Binge it now. I I think I will now. I was, you know how I feel about this. It's only yeah, it's bullshit. Eight one-hour episodes. I mean, it's yeah. what that a third of a season of Supernatural. Mm, but you missed that on a third of a season of Supernatural. <laughs> it's an opportunity cost. Yeah, because now I got to see more ghost cars, racist ghost cars. That happened once. <laughs> that happened once. 
No, but it's it's good. I mean, if you like the boys, you'll like this season. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. Yeah, check it I out. Really, I really, I really love uh, the girl who plays Storm, Ch- the woman who plays Storm Chaser, uh, Aya Cash. Yeah, she's all right. I don't like the little. I don't know. She's got well. Obviously, remember I've only seen three episodes, so I don't know where her character goes. But I like her as an actress. She was in You're the Worst, which was a really great show. I've never seen no. that. No. Yeah, I mean, she seems like a good actor. Uh, what's the main guy's name? Carl Urban? I don't know. Homefront or Home? Oh, Anthony Starr. Yeah. Homebrew. Yeah, he's really fucking... He nails it this season. Well, he stars in another show, which I've been telling you to watch fucking forever, called Banshee. Mm. Go watch Banshee. Never heard of it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's not about... Like banshees, the no. like, the supernatural thing. So I don't know. Kind of. I can't. Is that gonna help or will that hurt? Like what? I don't know. I've tried to watch it like twice now, maybe three times, but maybe I shouldn't. I just fall asleep during the first episode. All right, man. Yeah, it's not for everyone, I guess. Just for cool people. I'll so. try it again. Yeah, I watched the first days. episode and couldn't get into it. Everybody yeah. I tell to watch it, this has been four people now who are like, I watched the first episode and I couldn't do it. Like, Damn it. <laughs> it seems really long. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the weirdo. No, I don't know. A lot of people like it. But watch the movies. Watch Vampires vs. the Bronx, of course. There's only like a PG-13 or p I don't know. Oh, that's that's disappointing. Yeah, it was very disappointing. I'm not, not going to watch it now. I mean, it's still worth watching. Not everything has to hang dong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah, the does. boys. You should watch that if you want to see hang dong. Sweet. Really? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a scene where there's me. like a porno on in the background, and you can see a dong on the TV. But sweet, sweet. Love that secondhand porno dong. <laughs> that's the best kind of I can of only get off if the characters in a movie are watching porno and not getting off. That's my thing. Yeah. It's I didn't pre- know we were doing like confessions today, guys. I, I wasn't ready. Sorry. It's all right. Let it out. Let it all out. We're here to listen. Sorry? Uh, I watched this movie called Bone Breaker. Mm, sounds sexy. Where this lady invites these uh, fitness people to her palatial estate to record viral videos of them working out and turns out she just brought him there to like hunt him and kill him and this this lady breaks her leg and she almost gets away but guess what her car is standard can't drive it with a broken leg idiot i mean you could if you were good well, she learns. Typical she woman. figures out how. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It was a joke <laughs> about the misogyny Ant. in society. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> Philistines. No, I was just watching. I was like, well, if I was in that situation, I could have got away. Where do you find a standard car anymore? You have to pay extra for that, probably. The UK. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, was a, yep, I don't yep. even know if that's true. I just agree. No, it was a British movie, so I think. <laughs> yeah, they're no, they're more into their standard out over overseas. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand it. Seems stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How are you supposed to eat a burrito when you're trying to drive? Yeah, it's right? ridiculous. <laughs> Got to keep the same speed. Ugh, gross. But uh, it wasn't really a good movie anyway, so you won't miss much. I watched this movie called Pandemonium. Where a guy, heard of it. guy dressed like a big, clown, like a big panda. Oh, 
Dude, I thought you were going to say Guy Fieri. I'm like, go on. <laughs> oh, Pandemonium? Yeah. I mean. Oh, fuck you. Really? That's yeah. That movie's about. Uh-huh. Well, he, he just like breaks into like this. I don't know. It's so like, it's like, it's like a bunch of Chad guys who were working at this office and they have a party and they invite strippers over. Well, offices are always full blah, of Chad blah, blah. guys. And this guy breaks in and goes goes around killing them Is all. it like Puka where he's in a thing and just kills people? Does weird shit? No. Okay. He's just a hired hitman, but he wears that as a mask. That so seems don't... like a dumb way to be a hired hitman. You wouldn't stand out at I'll all. I'll tell you how to do your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he Fair does. point. Fair yeah, point. But it seems like he only follows strippers around. Well, oh, I don't know. I, I could imagine a professional hitman gets hired to kill a lot of strippers. Kills the people that, whatever. It's it's not good. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to watch, I tried to look for some slappy movies. No, they're getting smaller in number. Yeah. I feel like I'm not doing it justice, but here's the slapper of the week, guys. <laughs> Lamageddon. Mm. <laughs> I mean, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> do, uh, do we even have to guess? Not really. I'm, but... Yes, I'm. Yes, because mine's gonna get be a little outside the box. It's about the four horsemen were called down from from heaven, and they're all riding llamas instead. And then they take out the world with the Lamageddon, which is just. Kind of like the locust, but with llamas. That would have been sweet. I'm gonna God. go. On, I'm gonna go outside the box a little bit too, and it's the Dalai Lama. Oh, oh no, excellent, that excellent. Would have been so much better. <laughs> but you're both wrong. Uh, it's an alien llama. Oh, oh damn it! Otter. I had that. I had that. Uh, that was gonna be my next guest behind retired boxer llama. <laughs> so. Alien llama. And he crashes on Earth and breaks, starts killing people at this party that this kid's having. In his Is house. it a four four legged hooved llama? It's a regular old llama, just with alien. really bad gra- graphics. Oh. That it they just gave it red eyes. <laughs> That's how you tell evil llamas apart from regular llamas. And there's actually a part where everyone's like having a party. They're in a fucking hot tub, and he just pushes the radio in. And kills a bunch of people. <laughs> no, these people are at a party and just like, oh, cool, there's a llama around. They're like, oh, what's a llama doing in here? <laughs> it's horrible acting, really bad graphics. Horribly amazing? No, not even. Graphics? Is it a video game? You know what I meant. Mm. Special effects. Sorry. I know we were fucking parsing every word we say. We do it every week. You do it every week. <laughs> Slapper of the week, Lamageddon. Yep, you heard it here first. How long did you debate between Lamageddon and Pandemonium? Oh, I actually debated between Lamageddon and just going with a classic that I really <laughs> actually liked. <laughs> so you heard it, a mild, lukewarm endorsement from Chump Slap for the Slapper of the Week. <laughs> Great. Let's go ahead and move on to news slash stuff. How about it? Scatman. Okay. Uh, we'll start with the one we kind of alluded to. Trophies are changing for the PlayStation 5. Ooh. Oh, shit. How are they changing, you ask? Not in a huge way. They're changing levels. So instead of going from total trophy level 0 
to 100, it's 0 to 1,000. But, I mean, you could go over 100 before, so I don't really get what's changed that much. I don't either. I don't understand why it matters because I was level, like, 41 or whatever, and now I'm level 502 or something. Yeah, I'm level 552. I'm, like, 247. It made me closer to you guys. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, it depends on how you look at it. Well, not by whole numbers. <laughs> no. Percentage-wise. by feelings it's made us closer. I was only 16 before. So yeah. It, like, it was like more than 10 times a little bit. I don't know. It's completely pointless. But uh, yeah. the point is it's completely changing. So instead of having bronze, silver, gold, platinum... You're going to have three tiers of bronze, three different tiers of silver, three different tiers of gold, and the platinum. And instead of the platinum being worth... The uh, original point total was the bronze was 15, silver was 30, gold was worth 90 points, and platinum was worth 180 points. It is changing to the fact where a regular out-of-the-gate bronze is between 1 and 99. I'm not going to read all of these, but a gold is up to 998, and a platinum is worth 1,000. Oh. So I don't. Did they just add a zero to everything and change? There's now three tiers yeah, of bronze, silver, I, gold. I don't get it. Whatever. It's just to make. Like, why, did, why did they just keep the old system? More expensive. Uh, so bronzes. people can say they're higher levels. Yeah, just to be like. Yeah. Well, I got a bronze. It's like, oh, I got. Pretty, I got a level two. Pretty bronze. decent bronze. <laughs> I think it's trying to basically make it so if someone has a bunch of platinums. But maybe fewer overall trophies, they'll be closer to someone who's gotten just bronze. Oh, here we go. The trophy hunter conspiracy theory about taking their level down. Mm-hmm. Dude, if this was the worst fucking conspiracy theory out there, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's Yeah, let's get back to these conspiracy theories. Let's do that yeah. as a society. Yeah, they, they changed it to keep the platinum hunter down. Mm-hmm. Probably so... That's the changes they're coming. Uh, another change they're making, which has the East extremely pissed off. You ready for this? Let's hear it. They In Japan, they're changing the confirm button on PlayStation from the circle to the X. Yeah. People are fucking furious about this. Is it already the X here? It is. It North is. America is already X. It has something to do with the kanji circle and X. Uh, well, X means more sense. Like, no. Circle, yes. It does, doesn't, because you <laughs> How does it make more sense? Well, well, I, 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 like, I just like with the placement of where it is. Yeah. It makes more sense to me, because for me, it's just in my brain now. X is forward, it, circles yeah. back. Well, I'm just saying, you don't get a circle on Family Feud when you get the question wrong. You get an X. Yeah, but either way, you're moving forward. <laughs> Can I smack him? <laughs> Nope, keep your distance. <laughs> Six feet. Have you guys ever played a place? I, I didn't realize this until like this news came out, but I've definitely played, I think it was like some of the earlier Resident Evil games or some PlayStation 1 games I've played where Circle was the like confirmer. Yeah, that's in a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, and you just don't even think about it. I've just been pressing X my whole life since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's the big deal, guys? Come on. Japan's furious. Furious about it. Why don't they just make it it. so you can make them whatever you want all the time? You can. I don't know. I don't. Why can't they just remap? Every game should have the remap feature. We've had that for since 1998 on every other platform. We could just do it in the actual PlayStation. 
access accessibility menu. You can have custom button layout. Right, but at the same time, you like sometimes I might want to change per game. And basically the yeah. only choice you have is to use the layouts that they have made for you and if you don't find a layout you like, then you're you're screwed. Yeah, you're right. My custom button layout switches R1 and R2 all the time. I like if you go back and play classic games or newer PS4 games, uh, I'm used to doing aim with L2 and shoot with R2 now. Yeah. Isn't that the way it is in every game? Most of them. That's why I have to switch it because I hate it. Yeah, because most of them, because some of the older, the original ones like Medal of Honor and those were R1 and L1. Yeah, those are way better. It's nah. such a shorter distance button throw. What are you talking about? Well, instead of a trigger pull, yeah, you you're depressing a button. button. You're familiar with a PlayStation controller, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not more difficult to press the button. It's well, when you're trying to fucking rapidly shoot off your pistol, it is. Here we're talking about masturbation again. I thought we were talking about video well, games. I don't know what games you play. Leisure Suit Larry, which we talked about <laughs> yeah. a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. Did you uh, did you buy that yet? Did did we? Someone said they were going to buy it. I don't, I don't remember who. Someone was going to platinum it. I thought you two. Yeah. I said if you bought it for me, I'd I'd play it and play it. That's another thing I don't understand at all. Why can't you gift people games on PlayStation? You could do that on Steam or any other platform. You could just buy a game and like give it to somebody and say, "Here you go, come play with me." I don't know. I would buy Leisure Suit Larry for both of you right now. <laughs> you could buy PlayStation gift cards. Yeah, but and you I can't wouldn't make buy. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And I buy That's Suit the Larry. problem. I want to make you not make you, but present to you. <laughs> can you buy a Leisure code Suit Larry for it? Oh, maybe. That's a good question. Maybe buy like an Amazon, like a download code for it or something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Then never use it. <laughs> Sits in limbo. Yeah, well. Some aliens will discover it on a computer 10,000 years from now. Kill this guy home. never ordered his leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> Can you believe that? Someone paid for it and, you know, he didn't even bother to redeem <sighs> that gift code. We don't understand these civilizations. <laughs> we'll never understand. <laughs> How do we get to the game? How does that sound? Oh, let's. This one's an exciting one. It's a big oh, yeah. one. Franchise starting, and I guess they abandoned the franchise after the third game, I guess. I don't know. Released November 14th, 2006. We're talking about Resistance Fall of Man. Resistance. I didn't know this was the first one. Yep, Resistance Fall of Man. Like I said, November 14th, 2006, which is three days after the PlayStation 3 was released. Which I guess technically doesn't make it a launch game. Oh, here we go, oh. Mr. Pedantic. But it does. I don't. I think it's a launch game. Let's yeah. call it one. Within a month is a launch game. All right, the launch game, Resistance Fall of Man. Uh, it was a PlayStation Three exclusive, developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony. It's just an action first-person shooter written by Brian Hastings. And since I picked it, how about I just go ahead and get started? All right, but hold on a second. I actually thought this was a. A sequel to a game we already did. <laughs> like just, You're thinking of Killzone. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or any of the other games we did that are exactly <laughs> like this. Yeah, there there was an, a time in between, I'd say, 2000... This is probably one of the first games. So 2005 and 20, like 2010, every game was a shooter that was super brown, and they just all looked exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. I mean, half of them were against aliens, and half of them were against humans. 
I don't know if you can even credit one guy with writing any of them. Yeah, because they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this one starts with quite a bit of backstory to get us in the world of Resistance. Quite a bit. Ooh, quite a bit. And by that, I mean a voiceover. Uh, <laughs> it is told. It is a person, a woman by the name of Parker, who is telling the story of Nathan Hale, an well, American. That's a name for somebody from something else, isn't it? Nathan Hale? Yeah. It sounds so it sounds generic. Like, I know. It, it sounds like it was in every other game we've ever done. That's exactly why I thought it was a sequel to something <laughs> we did. I'm looking it up now. Apparently, Nathan Hale was an actual American soldier oh, who lived from June 6, 1755 to September 22, 1776, was an American soldier and spy for the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary War. Hmm. Ooh, died at age 21 by hanging. Well, yeah, he was he was probably caught as a spy. No, it's probably autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, probably they just called it spying. Back then. <laughs> That's probably what it is. I was gonna do a joke, but I'm not. So Nathan Hale uh, is this American soldier, Coward. and this is like this is Parker's account doing like the oral history and telling about what happened. But so that's an interesting thing to think about because we play as Nathan Hale in the game. We go through the levels as Nathan Hale. We shoot the Chimera as Nathan Hale. But this is essentially Parker filling in blanks because she wasn't there, right? I think she's just telling the story of Nathan Hale. And you're actually playing yeah. as him. I mean, she knows all, all the stuff that yeah, happens. Yeah, but why it doesn't make sense that she's narrating when you're playing, actually knowing what's going on? Well, it does when you get to the end. I guess. Well, she does says it? in the beginning, like... Well, this is the story about Nathan Hale from July 11th to July 14th, 1951. Yeah. Nobody knows what happened after that. I don't know who she's telling this story to. But. The five surviving members, because there's two more games in this <laughs> yeah. in this situation. So, basically, the Chimera are the bad guys. They're the, the antagonists, the people you fight, or animals, or whatever they are. But uh, the Chimera, it's, it was, it's a virus. They're virus-infected and mutated people. The standard ones you run into with the, the stacks on their back that glow up, those are just humans being, oh, what is the word? Bio-recombination? Is that one we yes. pulled from another episode? <laughs> <laughs> and some of the larger ones take longer, and they're made out of, like, biomass from human beings. But the story in this universe, the virus began in Russia in the 30s. No one really knows exactly when because the Russians were very hush-hush about it. But it was slowly consuming like smaller towns. It got to the cities. And I guess the re the way they're playing it is the rest of the world was either not paying attention or unaware because it started so small. Well, this was 1951. There wasn't like an internet. so Yeah. Yeah. And I thought they like blocked off Russia. Then. Yep. That was a little bit later. Russia kept the lid on it. And then between sometime in the 1930s, the in 1949, the Chimera actually attack and start taking over Russia. And they end up taking over Europe within a few weeks of 1949. Mm -hmm. Now, this is when the U.S. seals their borders in 1950. The All the media at the time and was turned over to state property. And only the highest levels of leaders in the U.S. knew of the attack. So what you're saying is the Khmer are attacking Russia right now. They could be. See, you know, huh. when I originally played this game and I remember kind of you know watching the cutscene movie, remembering this part... I thought that was crazy that they could keep a whole country out of the loop or <laughs> gaslight them into believing something completely insane. 
Not anymore, buddy. <laughs> like it's completely plausible. A mere fourteen yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll buy that in a second. <laughs> then, uh, moving through 1950 in October, the Chimera burrowed under the English Channel. They got to Great Britain, the Republic of Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and the whole. I guess, for lack of a better ter- better term, the British Isles. Yeah. All fail. Even though they knew about the Chimera, they were able to prepare for the Chimera. They all got wiped out in like three months. Yep. So these Chimera are not fucking around. Then in July 11th, 1951, the U.S. launched an attack on the Chimera in England. I originally had they launched an attack on England. I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> so this is where we actually finally are starting to meet up with Nathan Hale. The soldiers arrived in York uh, originally to offer supplies, basically. And uh, they ended up attacking uh, soldiers in York. So Nathan Hale fights his way through the level. And at the end, these huge spires fall from the sky. And a bunch of little tiny bugs, which they call them in the game, crawlers. All creative. <laughs> they're fucking I know, right? roaches, man. Yeah, that's what they were. Yeah, wearing. they look like, no, they look like those beetles from like ancient Egypt. What are they called? Scarabs. There you go. They look like scarabs. From uh, the mummy movies? Yes. Exactly. Except instead of eating you down to the bone in seconds, they crawl into your fucking mouth and infect mm, you. Sexy. And they kill you. Yeah, because they have to kill you to Infection. change you to... Yes. yes. Well, you go to a coma, actually. Oh, that's right. That's right. Let's not get ahead of myself. You get into... They go into it a little bit here, but that you, you go into a coma, then other Chimera come up and pick up your passed out body, and then that's when they bio-recombinate you into whatever soldier they want to make right on so hale wakes up after this I, well i did love the fact where they're like showing the things crawling into hale's mouth and attacking him and knocking him out and then the next line is no one knows how hale became infected with the virus <laughs> <laughs> so that that was pretty great i'm like we're it's watching a mystery <laughs> who could have figured it out you know maybe the same way everyone became infected. well i guess the person telling the story doesn't know unless he told her but yeah. yeah. He never told anybody, I guess. Hale wakes up as one of the only survivors of his group, and uh, he heads out with a medic to go to a depot. The next section, you ride a tank. It's all very dumb. You shoot the tank trying to kill Chimera. You regroup with Captain Winners, which I believe is a Band of Brothers reference. There's a Captain Winners in so many games, I think. I know. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably true. a nod to him, if not, whatever. It's another generic name. But, I mean, isn't it a real person also? Because... Band of Brothers with real people. Yeah, he's actually from Hershey. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Hershey Highway. but <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so after the poo joke, uh, we get a voiceover <laughs> explaining that uh, the Chimera infect the city with the crawlers and the spires. Then the carriers come and take the comatose bodies. And basically, long story short, Hale got taken to one of these conversion centers, as they're being called. Oh. Yeah, where they you're imprisoned until you're infected. Until you right. convert. Yes. So Hale essentially just wakes up when I guess he was not supposed to because he was pretty unguarded in the very beginning. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're in a coma, they don't expect you to get Yeah, no up. one's ever woken up before, apparently. Yeah, so they're like, those bodies are fine. Because the, the, there's a, a new narrative tool here where the guy's immune to something that the enemy has. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's never happened before. No. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, pretty neat. At this, Hale wakes up, murders his way out of there, and this is where he runs into a bunch of other soldiers that have been essentially kidnapped but not infected. 
And this is where we actually meet Parker. Yeah, because she's going to be converted. Correct. Yeah. But they're just kidnapping healthy, normal people, too. I guess. They could just infect them and commit yeah, the body. Like, why the fuck not? There's a billion roaches running yeah, around. Yeah, I know. I don't get it. Uh, maybe they surrendered. Cowards. And it's like, should we carry them? Like, no, make them walk. <laughs> yeah. But we have these things called carriers. Yeah, that right? are specifically designed to do that. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know, man. I, I can't really get in the mind space of a chimera because I still don't know if they're alien or not. Of course they are. I don't know. They, they probably are. They seem to be underneath the surface. Because she, she says about the spire, it looks like it's been dug out, not built up. Well, the tower they get. Yeah. Are, aren't, aren't there other games in the series where you go to their planet? I think you're thinking of Killzone. Oh, okay, maybe. Because <laughs> that definitely does happen in Killzone. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Yeah, All right, okay, continue. whatever, yeah. Anyway, so, like I said, you rescue pa- Parker, who was never infected. Hale, at this point in the game, had no idea what the Chimera are or what their goal was or what happened because their government, America, never told them what enemy they were up against. Yeah, no, they're just. You think they tell the soldiers they were sending in there? No, they're like, go drop off these tanks and pick up whatever England's giving us because they they got something pretty fucking neat over there. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just take these supplies there? Yeah, but there's no like TV or radio or anything coming out of there. Is that is? Should we be worried? Nah. <laughs> Don't worry about Just it. Just watch Mr. Belvedere and you'll get used to the That's Englishisms. <laughs> Perfect. So Parker uh, meets Nathan Hale and he has these yellow eyes, which the Chimera have, but he's still upright walking, talking like a human being. Mm. And then this is a fun part because she's like, yeah, he's got these yellow eyes. I think something's weird. Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes back into explaining how the Chimera get made. By putting the humans into cocoons, and the length of time they're in the cocoon determines whatever monster they're making. And then they move on to what the stacks in their back are actually yeah. their temperature regulators because of their, their metabolism. And I'm like, guys, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, they kept going. They got to give with you a narrative reason for shooting the packs. Yeah. They're like, we need those coolers on their back because otherwise they'll just burn up. Yeah. Like a really bad fever. Yeah, but we could have done it in like a talking segment when you were shooting them. You could have heard a soldier go, shoot the stacks in the back. Why? Who fucking cares? They die now. Like, Shoot the stacks in the back. Why? Because they're actually cooling elements. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because of their metabolic, metabolic rate. It's like, guys, show us. Show me. Don't tell me. Fuck. So anyway, P- Parker and Hale escape the facility and head over to Manchester to regroup. And then there's some there's a supply convoy section going on here. You meet up with Captain Mitchell, who I don't know if we see him again. I think he dies right away. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. There's a convoy fight. You get the convoy. You eventually secure it. And then Nathan Hill goes up to it. He feels this weird thing, this present, this tickle in the back of his head. And he touches the train car and gets like a flash in his mind. <gasps> Is this was that a stalker he touched, right? It, it, it's in a it's a cage he touches. It's a big. Oh, I okay. think, or is that an angel? It's an angel inside. Oh, the angel in the cage. Yes. Yeah, because you find out later that's an angel in the cage. Yeah. The stalker is the tank thing that they use, which I thought they were robots that they made, but they're actually tanks. The stalker was in us the whole time. <laughs> the spider tanks. Yeah. Spider enemies. Spider boss. Yep. I'm counting it. Fucking Mark that on your bingo boards. So. Next mission, you, uh, I mean, you talk a lot. There's a lot of talking here, but 
Paraphrasing, there are tunnels beneath the surface that the Camara have been using to travel all over England. And the, the thought process is these all come to a hub. So if we collapse that, they can't move around as much. Or we can at least slow them down until we can fucking figure something out. It's here. like shaking a ant farm. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking something with tremors, but okay. Graboids. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about graboids? Yeah. They're not By a- the way, quick side note, there's a new Tremors movie out, if you guys haven't seen it. The one John in Hedder's in Antarctica? It. it just came out in 2020. Is it the one in Antarctica? Because I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> Was Napoleon Dynamite in it? Maybe. Cold Day in Hell or something like that? <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think that's it. I think it's something else. Oh, there's a new, new one. <laughs> there, there might be. I forget what it's called. I'll get back. I'll look it up. All right. So this is a section where you're sealing off tunnels. And you're like, hey, you got to go take out those mortars. They're fucking nailing us with that shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Another staple from these types of games: taking over the mortar position or the mm-hmm. the. You got to take out the guns that are shooting down our planes before our planes can come and bomb shit or whatever. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. Classic video game war stuff. So you take the mortar. You're playing to sail. You take the mortar position by yourself. You go into all these fights with like 30 dudes. And within, I'm going to say, 10 to 15 seconds, they're all dead. Yeah. And then you're just by yourself. And then you're by yourself. <laughs> Very much one man armying your way through this shit. Classic American. Yeah. <laughs> just like Rambo, another American yeah. Revolutionary War soldier that we put on a pedestal. Anyway, so the Khmer were digging for something. In this mm. area, and you're like, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna collapse the tunnels. So you succeed and you destroy and collapse the tunnels. Woo! Saves the day. Game's over. All right. Is this where Cartwright comes in? Cartwright. <laughs> yep. This is the. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time they said it, it made me think of that Seinfeld episode <laughs> where they go to the Chinese place and each. Oh thing. yeah. And he calls Cartwright instead of Costanza. You <laughs> <laughs> kept thinking that man. Cartwright. Nice. I don't remember that one at all. <laughs> you don't remember the one where they go to the Chinese place? It's the place? whole episode where they're just standing there yeah. waiting to get a seat at a Chinese restaurant. I don't. Yeah, and he, he's waiting. George is waiting for a call. Yeah, that's pretty good. And instead of calling Costanza, the guy is like, Cartwright, Cartwright. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so partner takes Hale to Northern Command to debrief. But when they get there to Northern <laughs> Command, it's completely empty. And it's too <gasps> Oh, no. Turns out the Chimera attacked them. And the next objective you have to do is restore power. Restore power. Restore the oh, generator. Classic. Bang. You know. Then you find out that the reason the Camaro were attacking Northern Command is because that's where they took that convoy you secured earlier. Uh, and in the tank was something important to them. Some kind of specimen, they call it. They refer to it as. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hale basically is going through the base and he finds a bunch of documents telling him about the angels who are a certain type of chimera who use telepathy to control other chimera. So oh, are classic. angels made of people or are angels something else? <laughs> I think I that... Just, I love that quote. Are angels made of people? <laughs> <laughs> like other chimeras, or are they like... Uh, they're like... I think they were like in the ground, and that's kind of that's what, what they're asking. digging out. Yeah. Like they're the yeah, they're the, they're the OGs. Yeah. They're okay. not the foot soldier chimera. And they're the ones that can control them. Again, this is one of those situations where if we kill the main guys, it'll kill all the, the minions underneath them. Like Edge of Tomorrow. Exactly. Right. Or like uh, the faculty. Same concept. Yeah. Or like a, a vampire. 
Ah, uh, you couldn't think of a movie, could you? I was going to say Vampire versus the Bronx. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it worked. You find, you open Hale then decides, let's open the specimen tank. Let's see what's in there. And then he's forced to murder the Chimera Angel. And uh, he noticed that, or Parker had noticed after this fight, he, she's just saying and pontificating that his reactions, Hale's reactions are way faster and he apparently can heal. So he's becoming more and more like the Chimera. Mm. When you kill one, you absorb its power. It's like a Highlander. Yeah, yeah. So next mission, Cartwright goes to Somerset. He hadn't responded, so Hale goes in after him. To Gotta save him. Yeah, you gotta save him. I just have in my notes, Hale finds Cartwright and they fuck off in a Jeep to go kill the Chimera that killed Cartwright's lads. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's what That's happens. exactly what happens. You drive Jeep to Chimera Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Parker then tells us in a voiceover, it's it's weird that the Chimera are in the country because they're usually in cities or, you know, densely populated areas to infect the most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the fact that they're out there is odd. And she thinks that something is happening near some factories in a gorge. So Hale and Cartwright, they keep fighting, fighting and eventually find a tower that's been excavated. (gasps) It's been excavated, not built. (gasps) So they came from the ground. Which is weird because if you... Excavated tower isn't the highest part going to be underground? It was at one point. Because it makes it seem like it's all above ground and out, oh, whatever. Yeah, they like excavated a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Hill <laughs> gets another flash. This one is a little bit longer and it's, it's, it reveals some kind of super angel, as he refers to it. Mm-hmm. He's Sexy. not really sure. Some big, the big bad. So Hale and Cartwright go to Southern Command to get everyone out. And see what the fuck these these power conduits go. Because apparently that's what's in the tunnels or around the tunnels. They all lead to somewhere. Follow the conduit. All right. Northern Command was taken, so let's go to summer con- Southern Command. Yep. Let's find fucking somebody who's alive. They find their flying Confederate flags and stuff. Mm-hmm. There you go. This is where General Stonewall Jackson shows up. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I I was going with it. I, yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name, but okay. <laughs> That'd be uh, all right. So you fight through the base. Hale finds Cartwright in a stalker. Yeah, and this is where I had like, oh, they're not robots. I thought they were robots originally. The stalkers. Yeah, apparently they're driven by somebody. Yeah, they're like walking tanks, mm. spider tanks. And then you get another a stalker tank sequence. You kill a Goliath, which are their huge uh, boss versions. And uh, basically half the people, you're able to like hold them off while half the people get out, but you lose Southern Command. And then Hale's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm taking this map Cartwright gave me, and I'm ending this shit. Solo. <laughs> the map of the tunnels. Or is it the conduits? Conduits. Yeah. Where it's, they all it's a map of the conduits and where the heck they're all leading. So he basically just follows it until he is able to murder whatever's there. Oh, but that's suicide. And he's like, fuck it. Don't care. And he leaves on his own. Mm-hmm. Classic American soldier. Yeah, lone wolves. That's the best kind of soldier you want. (laughs) (laughs) So Hale keeps fighting his way to London somehow, which I guess was, I don't know the geography, but that's far away from Somerset. I thought he was in Cardiff for a while. Just through the conduits, he made it to London. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the Southern Command was in Cardiff, but I could be wrong. Yes, no, that is correct. No, you are correct. They were in Somerset before. No. Everyone he saved retreated to Cardiff. Oh. Well, I guess oh. he goes with them. Let's look up at a map of England and see how ridiculous let's this not, story is. Let's not learn anything about foreign lands, please. Okay. I know you're you're strongly opposed to it. 
Somerset is even an on the map. Cardiff, oh, that's fucking out there. So if you were to drive from Cardiff to London, it would take you exactly three hours and seven minutes, about 170 miles. Oh, so yeah. It's, so it's he like, walked it. It's like the state college. He walked it, dude, in a conduit. It's probably a faster route, more straight line, so maybe it was only 150 miles. Like, yeah, of walking. Somerset to London is 388 miles, so that's probably a five-hour trip. It's like from here to Pittsburgh. Well, that really helps all of our listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now they can well, find out where we are. All of our listeners <laughs> know where we are. That's a good point. Well, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that matters is that he's in London now. Mm-hmm. On the way, while he was traveling, Parker was able to talk to the Americans and convince them to throw everything they had at the tower in, in London. Not the Tower of London or the Tower in London. The Chimera Tower yes. that has popped through the middle of London. So Hale clears the landing area of stalkers, you know, just by himself, because like I said, one man army. Tanks roll in, and then they also see the big thing here is the city's covered in snow, because Chimera like the snow. Yeah. Yeah. I love how he asks. Is it normal to see snow in July in England? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it winter here in the July? <laughs> I, I... I think they mentioned it briefly, but maybe they do. I don't really remember, but then no one asked why or how they were able to control the weather. They did, Yeah, she asks when she's telling the story, she's like, we don't know how they control the weather, but it was snowing in July. Crazy. Yeah. So then you do the classic hold them off while charges are getting set. Yeah, we gotta blow these bridges, bro. Yeah, there's there's a whole bridge sequence. Like you're you're the American troops are advancing. You gotta blow the bridges behind you so the Chimera can't catch up to you. But then that also means you can't retreat anywhere. So it's a whole cluster and bombs go off. You defend bridges and there's this all this this nonsense. Yeah, you yeah. blow bridges. And Cartwright shows up every now and again. Cartwright. <laughs> you hold a Cartwright shows up in his jeep and you fuck off into the thing, and. Uh, you get into the tower and turn out that Cartwright was actually hit by one of the boss in the boss fight. He got, yep. he got, got. This was a spider boss, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So uh, Hale goes deeper into this alien tower, which I did mark here. I know it's like, it's a video game thing that we mostly just live with, but there's just ammo everywhere. I mean, I know. And there's like dead soldiers that I didn't think anybody's been in there before. Yeah, because they... Parker even said the London now doesn't resemble the last London we saw, and it's only been a couple months. Yeah. So I assume the tower was not there. Yeah, this one they're building, evacuated. right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's huge. I mean, you didn't just yeah, you didn't excavate, excavate that yeah. from above the ground. Yeah. I mean, either way, you, you fight a shitload of monsters. Just a metric shitload. Uh, Parker says the fight outside is, you know, it's not looking good. It's basically entirely up to Hale to disable the tower because they're pretty much screwed. Uh, Hale starts fighting those uh, flying Matrix tentacle monsters. Mm-hmm. Didn't catch their name, but they look I pretty thought they cool. were the grabbers. Maybe. The graboids? The grabbers who grab the unconscious the people. Yeah. Is this the where the two soldiers show up and they're like, Hey, looks like we're with you, Gov. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit before this, yeah, when you get into the tower. Like, is this it? Yep. That looks like where you go now. Yeah. It's like where these guys come from. <laughs> Fuck. But, I mean, you boss fight an angel. Apparently, the Chimera are all dead because you blow up the tower. 
Yeah, because yeah. what do you do? You destroy the reactor. Yeah, I, is that what it is? Yeah, you destroy, you destroy the core of the tower. Always. Which I don't understand why that kills the Chimera, because aren't they from Russia? Wouldn't, don't you think their center would be that's there? Even if they had regional centers, you know, it's still pretty dumb. Maybe that. Maybe yeah. that's why they had to dig up the center in the middle of nowhere. No, they're back in London. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. That part I didn't get at all. And if they were going off one center, how did they get through Europe unless they were constantly building towers along the way? Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck knows? So that's it doesn't matter. Basically, you narrow, Hale narrowly escapes and jumps out of the burning place, but Parker's under the impression he's dead. Yeah, we're not sure if he ever, whatever yeah. happened to him. If there's a sequel, he's alive. If there's not, he's dead. What's that final scene about? The epilogue. Oh, I missed this. Yeah. Really missed me. So Hale is just wandering through some snow-covered terrain, assumingly around London, right? Uh, but he's just walking Russia. around with a grenade in his hand. Yeah. That's all he's got. He doesn't have a gun. He doesn't have He's walking around with a grenade. And uh, a VTOL comes and picks him up. And they, they stop and they pull their guns and he's holding the grenade. Then he realizes they're American. So he's like, oh, okay. Also more so American he just hands it over. And he drops the grenade. Yes, but he doesn't like pull the pin. He's just like, okay. Yeah. I don't need this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gets in the ship, flies off with the Yanks. And apparently the Yanks never told anybody in England that he survived. I wouldn't either. Because uh, I'm sure they just did scientific research on him the whole time because he survived this virus shit. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's two more games. We can't kill Nathan Hale yet. That's true. The British did. I, I believe I played Resistance 3. It was probably free on a PS Plus at one point. I think when I bought my PS3, it was at GameStop cheap or something. <laughs> Maybe. I know I, I played... All of these, for sure. But this is the one I remember the least. I think, I'm pretty sure it, it might be three, but I think it's two where the Chimera invade the United States. And you have to fight through that. Yeah, they're coming after Nathan Hale. Yeah. That's it. Okay. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. So it's time for some final thoughts. How about it, guys? All right. All right let's do this. So uh, let's start with you, Dr. Scientist. It's your day today. Congratulations. Um, we have some questions to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what they are, Chump Slap? Uh, how much can you bench? Yep. I don't know. 145. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, What's the bar? Like 300? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? No. The story worked for me. Uh, what game was this? <laughs> Resistance. Are you sure Fall it wasn't Kill Zone or Turok or Alien Colonial Marines? Generic fighter. Yeah, generic first person shooter. I don't know. There wasn't anything new in this game we haven't done before. It's true. So I don't think any of it. I don't know. But the story was slightly better than others. I mean, it was kind of. All right. Did it make sense enough for you? Yeah, because you weren't globe trotting. You were in one place with one guy. Well, I mean, the one guy versus everything is kind of dumb. But yeah, but I I don't know. It was just been done a million times. And we'll do a million more of them. Mm-hmm. But this is on the better end. I'll give it five stars. Ooh, wow, really generous with those stars, huh? Uh, I don't really want to give it that. I'll take them away if you keep talking like that. <laughs> Can't. It's already <laughs> in the books, bro. Yeah, already wrote it down. Yeah, five. I have it. I have it on the equivalent of Aliens, Clone Marines, Turok, Haze. AIDS? 
Haze. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was better than those. No, I, th- I thought Haze was actually better than that. I, not by a lot, but I thought it was better than... I don't know. I was unimpressed because it, it was just boring stuff I've seen before. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I do... Haze was actually after this. But I, but I know what you're saying. This has definitely been done a billion times before this in the PS1 and 2 generations. Yeah. But... I, d- I remember hating Haze the game playing it when it came out, but the story I, when we revisited it wasn't that terrible. Yeah, because if you hate it playing it, you might hate the playing yeah. of it. Yeah, I didn't think Haze was. Uh, I actually think Haze was better, but. Well, say the matter. This is this is about our resistance, fellow man. So let's yeah, let's, yeah. See what, yeah. let's see what Chump Slap has to say about it. Oh, Chump Slap. What's up? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? No. Would I, would I score it? No. <laughs> uh, no, I probably wouldn't play it because, I mean, 06, first-person shooter, generic story. Weren't, I guess there were alien guns and shit in it, so that was pretty neat. But, but the twist in this is you don't know if they're alien. They could have been oh, there you're right. Time. Well, alien not, not from this earth, but. Not human. Not human, yes. There we go. Not American. That's, <laughs> yeah, for sure. that's for sure. I thought I said that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, America number one. But no, nah, I probably wouldn't play it. Like it seemed. Let's get to the story. Did the story work for me? Uh, as much as any other did, I guess. <laughs> it's classics. Yeah, everything scientists said. Classic Superman. I'll do it myself. Oh, yeah. I'm immune to it. You're not. Yeah. I'm better than you. Look at me. My name's Nathan Hale. Just like every other game. Nothing stood out to me. Like, <laughs> shit, like <laughs> No, agreed. Oh, was there a spider boss? Yeah. Are you going to tell me that you, you didn't enjoy the tank sequences? That's never been done before. <laughs> or the Jeep? Oh, was there a t- time where you could stand on a fucking turret and shoot shit? Yeah, yeah it's, this is the first time it ever <laughs> Exactly. Can't even say that without laughing at it. <laughs> there was a like helicopter crash, but you weren't even in the helicopter, so... Yeah. <laughs> Twist. Only only one. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's kind of weak. <laughs> so, I'll give it a five, too. All right. That's fair. Five also. Yeah. So what about you, Papa Scotch? It was your game. You tell us. Yeah. Would did, you, we, did we score it right? Would you how play much it? do you bench? <laughs> also, would you play it? <laughs> would you score it? Did the story work for you? Well, I'll answer the last question first. I bench 820. <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> Ounces? <laughs> Kilos. Oh, it's still pretty impressive. So that's like... 1,700 pounds. <laughs> I don't, I don't that. Pretty impressive. I've seen more. I've seen more. It's not bad, though. So, uh, anyway, did, let's start. Did, would I play it? I don't think so, just because there's two other games that are way better play gameplay-wise. Uh, and the, the thing you got to think about is I, I like to try and think about historical context and where this game released. Fear was one year before this, which... From a gameplay standpoint and the technical standpoint, it was way better. And Crisis was one year after, and that was very fantastic. The way the shooting was handled. Not that it's, not that it's, you know, that's not what we're grading here. But that's probably why I wouldn't play it. Just there's, there's better versions of this game out there. Yeah. 
did the story work for me? I'm leaning towards, yeah. I mean, you're both correct. It, it, this is territory we have seen and done many times. <laughs> uh, there's there's very few twists, but when you adapt it to a game and make it a vehicle for the gameplay, I think it kind of works. I mean, you get to shoot stuff, and they made an attempt. It also kind of reeks of the type of game that was like, we have to get this out for launch day. Yeah. yeah. And like, we have so many huge ideas. Like, well, tough shit. Well, the story doesn't make sense. We didn't finish half the fucking levels. And they're like, just put a voiceover and make it a lady. <laughs> Is there a Jeep level? Well, then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Jeep and tanks? Put it, make it gold. Fucking How is it not in. done? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it could have been, with more time, it could have been a lot better. And I, I feel like the other Resistance games, while I haven't revisited them lately, I do remember liking both of them a lot more. So... Did the story work? Basically, yes, but not really. I'm going to give it a 7 because it tried to be very epic but keep a very narrow focus. And I think the big thing they did wrong was just over-explain how the Chimera existed. I don't think anything about it felt epic. Mm, no. I said they were going for epic. I don't think they, like they were going for an epic sci-fi movie, and yeah, it was like all right. lukewarm at best. So seven, I think seven's fair. That's good. Yeah. Uh, it definitely, I will say, I remember playing it, and I remember liking it a lot, and apparently a lot of people have played this game because it was like a PlayStation 3 launch game. So people either bought it because that's all there was, or cause I, I don't know if you guys remember, but the PS3 launch titles were not great. It was very thin, mm. and then people would then, when they finally got around to buying a PlayStation Three, this was like five bucks. So, yeah, maybe a lot of people played this game. Maybe this was the game I bought. <laughs> <laughs> the rose tinted glasses. They uh, they got me on this one. It was not nearly as good as they, I remember they, it being. They got you, but they gave him a seven. <laughs> yeah, that's a good got. Well, that was seventeen total. Yeah, it's not the worst. Not even no, that close that, to the best. that is equal to Alpha Prime. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the exact same game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much one worse than Extermination, two worse than Dishonored, two worse than Deadfall Adventures. Whoa, which was pretty much the same game too. Actually, De- Deadfall Adventures had way more better story. Yeah, it did. Just eyeballing this list from this year, we had, huh? We did not bring it. <laughs> <laughs> The game selection goes. We, it's there are more bad. There are more under twenty than above twenty. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, I hear you. And that, by the way, for our scoring people out there, this scoring system is based on twenty-seven stars. So eighty-one is a perfect, which means under twenty is less than twenty-five percent approval. For you. <laughs> Maybe we're too critical, man. <laughs> I think we just Maybe. do shit games. We're just not impressed anymore. I think that could Maybe. be it. Yeah. That does it. That's the game. We did it. Like we said, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and move on to our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Tom Hanks film. Let's see what the scientist has for us from Tom Hanks. Every week, Dr. Scientist picks uh, one piece of Tom Hanks content. Sometimes it's a movie. Sometimes it's a TV show. Sometimes it's a museum exhibit. And he tells us to watch it. And it kind of relates to the movie. So this week. And by movie, I mean game. This week, Dr. Scientist, <laughs> what do you got for us? Well, it's getting hard to pick a Tom Hanks movie that fits these war things that we've done a million times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't do that many. <laughs> but he did quite a bit. And uh, 
I'm just going to go to... He's a narrator for the Pacific. So watch that. It's like Band of Brothers, but in the Pacific and not nearly as good. So series? Yeah. Too many series. Does he not play a part in it? He's just a narrator? I believe he's just a narrator. He produced it. Oh. Like he, he was a part he was a big part of it, but I think that's the only role he played. Yeah, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't really play the role, but right. right. Well, let's get fucking specific about it. How about it? That's what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, I just love hearing his voice, so that's yeah, cool by me. You just want to hear his voice. Perfect. Watch the Pacific, which Ooh, is, isn't as good as Band of Brothers. I wonder if he's ever done a like commercial audio book. I'm gonna have to find audio book. <laughs> I'm sure he has. If not, he had better write that autobiography. Soon. Yeah, right. Doesn't he have like a fuck it? Isn't he all about typing and shit? Are you confusing like several of his movies with him? No, he ha- he like collects old typewriters or something. Or am I thinking of somebody else? So you thinking of the guy who collects toasters, eats a lot of toast? Three, two, one, toast. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, what's up, three, two, one, toast? I hope you're listening. <laughs> uh, apparently, Tom Hanks did correct, did write several books. One of them being. Tom, oh no, that might not be a book, but he did write one called Uncommon Type, Some Stories by Tom Hanks, a paperback released in 2018. Is it a collection of short stories? Uh, Well, you know, the thing about that is we got to wait for pages to load. Uh, There we go. <laughs> Small Town, a national bestseller, one of the best books of the year by NPR, a small town newspaper columnist with old-fashioned views of modern world, a World War II veteran grappling with his emotional and physical scars, a second-rate actor. Yeah, it sounds like stardom. Yeah, it's short, a, stories. Stories. short stories. Yeah. Well, These are just some of the short stories that Tom Hanks captures in his first work of fiction, a collection of short stories that explore with great affection, humor, and insight the human condition and all its foibles. <laughs> oh, wow, they used foibles? Wow, you nailed it. They did. Hard. That's Damn. the official write-up for this fucking book. Might have to read it. It could be your slapper next week. Who says slappers have to be movies? Anyway, why don't you move on to our next Whoa. favorite skit, skitch. The important thing is it slaps. Yeah, you just blew my mind. So next, let's move on to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chomp Slaps. Fuck, Mary kill. <clears throat> oh, no, no fanfare. Thanks, guys. No, I couldn't think of <laughs> All right. Every week, Dr. Scientist and I pick three characters from the game we just played, and Chomp Slap has to decide which one he's going to have sex with, which one he's going to marry, which one he's going to murder. And this week, I believe it's your turn, Dr. Scientist, to pick two of the characters. Oh, man. Uh, two characters. Are there two? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, there's Nathan Hale, so he's one. Yeah. Okay. The only other one I could think of is Parker, the narrator. You uh, see her for about thirty seconds. Uh-huh. She's female. Bold oh, statement. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't even think that leaves you with a character. Cartwright. Cartwright. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go with those two blokes who meet up with you in the tower. <laughs> <laughs> they will with you, Gov. Oh man. So that's it. Those are the three. All right. Yep. Um, the two blokes, Parker and Hale. Hale. I kill Hale. Mm, bold choice. No, because everyone's fucking, he, oh, he's such a hero. Yeah. Look, he survived all the shit. Yeah, well, I'll kill him. And He goes for the kill. Who's the kill fucking him. hero now? <laughs> Fair enough. And what's the... Parker and the two guys. I guess I'll have sex with Parker. And marry the two dudes. That was very predictable. That's exactly where I thought you were going to go with this. Well. No, it's not that you're making the wrong choices. No. Yeah, me. I'd have sex with Parker so she could tell stories to nobody about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, there was this Perfect. one time in July 11th, 1951, 
where this man named Chompsap ravaged me. Ah, uh, I think you're. It's a bold statement. Well, that's in the, all my foibles. Yeah, <laughs> all my foibles. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we'll marry the two blokes because you know they look like they're up for anything. They'll be like, "Hey, we're with you, Gov." Well, I mean, you know, they're probably about to die, and they know it, so they're like, "You know what? Let's knock this out." Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hey, they got me to their end, to the end. All right, so you're murdering Hale, you're marrying Parker. Wait, no, just you're murdering her. Hale. You're <laughs> sleeping with Parker. You're marrying those two blokes. Fuck yeah, man. Perfect. I bet someone has a lot of fan fiction about you and two soldiers. So where could they send all those emails to, Sir Chumpslap? Well, if you write it like Hale is narrating it, or not Hale, yeah, Parker, or Hale, <laughs> either one's <laughs> narrating it. Send it to. Plottytime at gmail.com, and I will personally respond, read, talk to you a little bit, do whatever. I'm, I need some friends. He has not let anyone down in the response department Fuck. at all so far. 100% response rate. You got that right, bro. And uh, say they want to get to us faster on the socials with a lot of visual stuff that goes with these books. Where could they send that to, uh, Dr. Scientist? Dick pics at... Instagram and Twitter. At <laughs> jumpslap.com. <laughs> no, uh, at Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. And if you want to go uh, watch our logo while you listen to the episode, head on over to YouTube. Like and subscribe over there. It really helps us out. We'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, And you're not listening. <laughs> does it for us. I don't know. Play some games. Be safe out there. And we'll talk to you later. Peace. See ya.